Welcome to the Real Life Cheer Podcast. Come join us on the journey of becoming better leaders together. Hi, you guys. Welcome to episode four of the Real Life Cheer Podcast. Episode four. Um, Becky here with Maisie. Hi, guys. Um, we, it's been a minute since we've been on. Yeah. We have been so busy with cheer stuff. It has been insane. Yep. When we very first started the podcast, we're like, oh, we'll do it once a week. It'll be fine. We Mm -hmm. have time in the week to do that. And slowly realizing that it is a lot harder to keep up on this than uh, we first anticipated. So, um, those of you who choose to listen and like to listen, thank you guys for your patience as we um, have been really busy. We just got back from uh, camp, which we're about to talk about here in a minute. Um, instead of Coach Becky sharing with us the fun sheer fact of the day, she is going to go ahead and give you guys a little update as to gonna, what we've been doing. Yeah, we're going to call it Rogue Update. Rogue Update. I like And maybe that. one of these days we'll have like a cute little like sound effect or something i'll be like rogue update or something (laughs) lame but instead of the cheer fact of the day we won't always do one we'll do one an update or a cheer fact today we're going to do an update on what we've been doing because a lot has happened since the last time we were on the podcast so um for one we had a home camp where we had a dream team come down and do a camp with our J2, our junior bandits. Mm-hmm. We did a three-day camp at our gym, and that was awesome. Um, the kids gained some really solid skills and just their general, like, um, clen- like the cleanliness of their skills and their the standard of at which they are doing them is so much higher now. Mm-hmm. And um, it just brought the team together in a way that we are, like, really thankful for. Yep. Yep, the kids were really excited to be able to have that instruction instruction from the instructors um, with Josh and Sydney. Sydney, that's right. Yeah, they were awesome. Yeah, so thank you to Josh and Sydney if you ever listen to the podcast, which I doubt you do, but if you ever do, thank you to both of you for um, taking the time to come down and teach the kids some wonderful instruction. Uh, They still talk about it, and uh, it really was a great experience for our program. All of Dream Camp was, which leads us to our second little update as to what we've been doing we traveled to uh the actual um facility where they hold dream camps um and we took our j3 and s4 team up there um to receive some instructions for about four or five days we were up there and uh it was amazing. Um, if you go into our Instagram, Rogue Chair Athletics, you will see all of uh, the pictures and updates from that. Um, the instructors were nothing but wonderful. Um, Dan and his team did an amazing job um, just hosting the event itself. And um, if you're looking for a good camp to go to, good instruction for your teams in the summertime, I highly recommend Dream Camp. Um, the instructors really do know what they're talking about and mm-hmm. um, some very high-level elite athletes that are uh, being able to teach these younger athletes how to be a better cheerleader. So yes. um, not only that, there are some really great opportunities to team bond and it's just fun for the kids to be able to... And it's beautiful. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, it's like, stunning. It's on the Mackenzie River here in Oregon and it's just so pretty up there yep. and you're just able to like kind of get away from the normal like mm-hmm. hustle and bustle of life. Yeah. There and is no Wi-Fi. There is no Wi-Fi. Well, well I take that back. Yeah, there's Wi-Fi in like one spot and like only the coaches have the password. So the kids are not, the athletes are not on their phone really that much at all. 
And um, it's good for all of us, you know. We're forced to interact with each other and take that time with each other. And Mm -hmm. in the end, we made, like, really awesome memories. What I loved most about camp is I felt like the instructors we worked with, we had the pleasure of working with Maddie, Haley. Chris. Chris, Josh. Josh. um, Taylor. Yeah, Taylor. Did I say Haley? Mm-hmm. Haley was our buddy who we love. Shout out mm-hmm. to Haley. We love you, Haley. Um, <laughs> but when they were working with us, you know, we'd have rotations where they'd be working with other teams. And then in that next hour rotation, they'd be working with us. And um, they were so like attentive to whatever we were working on. Like mm-hmm. they were not phoning it in and even like the littlest way, which we've had that at camps before where you kind of just feel like eh, like like they don't really care. Yeah. Like they're just not invested in the athletes yeah they're Mm -hmm. not invested in what you're doing Mm -hmm. um and so i really appreciated that and every time we worked with an instructor we were seeing improvements on the skills we were working on we were seeing the athletes um push themselves yeah push themselves and break through like bad habits and things that Mm -hmm. you know were holding us back in our stunts even mentally break through old habits yeah just like becoming discouraged we talked about that a lot um especially with our s4 team sorry s4 i'm gonna spell all your secrets not really um but (laughs) um like most teams you know you have a team uh, or group of athletes that you know where they if they don't get the skill on the first try you know or the first couple tries or even the first like week Mm -hmm. you know they become really discouraged obviously and that's kind of a immature athlete mentality to have which is what we kind of discussed with the with our athletes and uh watching them break through that cycle and become more self-aware of oh that is kind of what we do as a team you know and become more self-aware um of that thought process and change it was really cool to witness it was it was really cool and the payoff of being persistent and resilient Mm -hmm. in those moments when your brain just kind of wants to like be like shut down yeah shut down or give up or you didn't get it or you're not meant to do this yeah um and they chose better for themselves and in return that's better for the team as a whole so yeah we just got home from that camp on wednesday evening yes and I'm telling you that, like, the cheer hangover is such oh. a real thing. Oh, my gosh. Where you, and we, you, we experience this with competition, too, where, like, the days following, like, a big competition weekend or now camp, as we've realized, you are so drained, like, physically, mentally, emotionally. You just, it's literally, it's a cheer, it's a cheer hangover. Yep. It definitely was exhausting, mm-hmm. but very rewarding in yep. the same sense, so. And then another part of the update is our youth teams have now been established. Yes. So we had been practicing over the summer and then we just did team placements for our youth traditional and our youth game day. And then we also have our mini team as well. Um, We're so excited for this season. Yeah, it's it's awesome. We've never started this early and it's so like worth it. Mm-hmm. And we have, I don't think we've had this... I think I've said this in other episodes, but we haven't had this kind of interest this early on where we've had enough people committed to start youth this early, Yep, you know, to start basically at the end of July. Yeah. But um, 
Maisie's youth team has mm-hmm. youth traditional has what eighteen? Yes, eighteen. Just like quite a few hardcore kiddos that like are abs and all. Yeah, they are to, like some of them look like they're like third graders, fourth graders, fifth graders, and they look like little crossfitters. They are like they insane. Could probably, they could probably pick me up and squat. Yeah, me, and they are they really so serious about their sport. It's so cool. And then we have game day, and game day has what twelve. Yes, twelve, no, or th- eleven or twelve, eleven or twelve, and I know that one we're kind of keeping open a little bit um, to newer athletes coming mm-hmm. in because we have some more that were gone mm-hmm. over this summer that are wanting to join, mm-hmm. and it's going to be a strong season for them with yes. Coach Amanda. We're really excited to see what they do. Yes, last year was our was it our first year doing game day? Yep. Yeah, it was yes, because we had never done a game day team before yeah. and we had a junior game day that last season which was a good transition mm-hmm. for newer athletes at that age range for the kids that we had involved um and then yeah it was our first year doing game day as a whole just as a program we had youth and junior yeah. last year so game day competitive where mm-hmm. we compete with game day elements yep. if you don't know what that is um, so we learned a lot last year because it was new for all of us. Yes. And um, now I feel like going into this season with our our youth game day team, it's going to be, we're going to be able to apply all those things that we learned and it's going to be strong. Yes. So, so that leads us into our um, discussion topic for this episode, which is the misconceptions of cheerleading and maybe the negative narratives that people have associated with the word cheerleading and how us as leaders and coaches can change that into a more positive one and how you can change that narrative to fit your culture and you don't have to go with the stereotypical narratives that people might associate cheerleading with. We went ahead and asked our followers on Instagram to uh, see what their thoughts on misconceptions of cheerleading might be. So Coach Becky, will you go ahead and read me maybe a couple of the first ones as I assume they all tie together in some Mm -hmm. sort of way? Yeah. So one is that um, cheer is easy, that it's the same as dance, Mm. Um, that cheerleading, another one is that cheerleading is just dancing and yelling. Um. Yeah. So, I mean, on that topic, yeah. first, I, first, let's talk about why people think that. Yes. Then let's break down how do we respond when, say, we have an athlete come to us and say, well, this is what, like, this is what my dad thinks of cheerleading. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't really care what their friends think of cheerleading. No. You're always going to have, there's always going to be bullies that, like, have things to say about cheerleading, mm-hmm. whatever, peers, whatever. Yep. But when it comes to, like, the adults in their life and Mm -hmm. those who they're surrounded with maybe majority of the time. Yeah. And people who, you know, they're going to be forming their decisions and Mm -hmm. what they think about things based on those adults in their life. Yeah. Um, And then they bring those questions to us. So how we respond to that. Yeah. How we respond to that. So first, I think that cheerleading gets that because... People do see cheerleaders dance, whether it be in the NFL or NBA, yeah, whatever, yeah, and and their title is NBA or NFL cheerleader, yeah. And I don't believe that that's a very accurate statement as mm-hmm. to what a cheerleader is. And right, they're dancers, yeah. They are NFL and NBA dancers, and that does not discredit any of their hard work. Mm-hmm. They are extremely talented. Yes, if you ever are. watched the Dallas Cowboy cheerleading show, I used to sit and watch that, and oh my gosh, like. The in the like just the rigidness of it in mm-hmm. the training and um, the how competitive it is. It's their insane. routines that they do. Yeah. Yes, they're not doing stunting, mm-hmm. um, but it is its own 
It's thing. its own sport. Yeah, it's its own sport, but it is not the same of cheer- as cheerleading. It, in its own right, is its own sport. Right. But it is not... I do not believe that the actual word cheerleader represents what a real cheerleader is. And right. that's my own opinion. And, you know, people may get offended and be like, well, that's kind of rude. It's not discrediting their talent. I definitely kind of go out there and uh, do that. But I do believe it has its own flaws, as does every sport. Mm-hmm. And I don't believe it just accurately represents the word cheerleader. Right. Um, so when people come to us and they say, well, they just think it's a bunch of dancing and yelling. I think yeah. that that is one reason why people might assume that that is all we do because yeah. that's what they see on the NFL and in mm-hmm. the NBA. Um, or maybe they go to a high school game and that's all they see the athletes do. Sure. Because there are programs where, you know, it is strictly sideline mm-hmm. and it is and there isn't a lot of stunting happening or, mm-hmm. or however they're doing mm-hmm. cheerleading. Yeah. But at our gym and how we believe cheerleading should be mm-hmm. is involvement of all those facets of cheerleading that we talk about all the time, right. <laughs> which get all of our focus, 110%. which is the stunting, the jumping, the tumbling. Absolutely. So um, we just kind of try to prove them wrong, to be honest. Like if people have that mentality about mm-hmm. cheerleading, we're like, well, watch, watch a routine, mm-hmm. like watch one of these teams or mm-hmm. come to a practice. Yeah. It's truly incredible how hard these kids work. Yeah. Um, especially at the higher levels. Yes. And um, the amount of hours that they are in the gym working towards these skills, whether it be yeah. stunting or tumbling or jumps. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, They're putting in a lot of hard work and a lot of hours that people don't see. Right. And I think another narrative as to why people might assume cheerleading is just dancing and yelling, aside from the NBA and NFL, quote-unquote, cheerleading, is movies. Yeah. Bring it on. Mean Girls, right. whatever, whatever you watch, like any early two thousands movie, truly, mm-hmm. even, even you know, like Grease, you watch Sandra D. She's a cheerleader, yeah, and they just stand there and she falls on her butt when she cheers because they're just they're literally just throwing their hands around, yeah, and screaming, yeah, and that's what cheerleading was for a short, very short period of time, and but. Even then, at, when they made the movie, it wasn't accurate. Right. But that's what, you know, it was perceived as. Right. Just which, kind of something to make fun of. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I also think it's there. It goes into that kind of narrative that cheerleaders are mean. Mm-hmm. That's and, another. Did you know that that was on here? No. No, literally Kylie. That was the misconception she put. Wow. Okay. Bye bye. That was that cheerleaders are mean. That's a misconception that she's heard. Wow. Wow. And, and I think that that's, it's unfortunate because yes. it truly does come from majority of the time movies and shows and yes. things like that. But as Becky and I were kind of talking about this topic beforehand, before we started filming, is that there are programs Yes. That do follow that narrative of the mean girl club. And Mm -hmm. you can't sit with us because we're the cool girls. I know for me, when I was a cheerleader, and I know that a lot of cheerleaders feel this way, cheerleading isn't cool. Mm -hmm. And it's it's actually made fun of nowadays more Mm -hmm. than it is taken seriously. I feel like the whole docuseries cheer did really switch and change. Like, oh, these are real athletes. But before that period... We were the ones being made fun of. At yeah. least that's how it was at my school. Yeah. Um, and well, and so it wasn't taken at, seriously. 
And having worked at like four different public high schools and one private say. high school. I mean, yeah. That's cheerleaders are statement. not like what you would see in the movies where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, they're all the popular girls. It's, it's, I mean, I don't want to say that the girls aren't popular because I think the whole popularity thing is crap. That, we could get into a whole other yeah, discussion. We, we really could. But, but if we want to put it in like really simple, like, like just terminology. Yeah. Right. The cool kids, they don't do cheer. Right. And that's really just the fact of it. Right. And that's just another misconception that we hear from adults a lot of the time, too. Mm-hmm. They're like, is it like when kids come join our program, they're like, is it caddy? Do, yeah. Are they, or they'll say, we don't do drama. Yeah. Like, we don't allow. That's a big one. Yeah. We don't do drama. And we're like, believe it or resp- not, either do we. That's our response. <laughs> we don't either. Yeah. And it's because of, you know, they see the movies and shows. And then right. some programs that they have been a part of are caddy. Right. And they are melodramatic. And it's not just the athletes. It's mm. also the, the parents or the coaches involved mm-hmm. because they they um, demonstrate that kind of behavior. Behavior. Yeah. To their athletes. Yeah. Um, and so the athletes follow suit, you know, mm. and it's just it's just a it's unfortunate. And we're thankful that at Rogue, we've had a good response from our athletes and our families and mm-hmm. forming a culture where mm-hmm. we are doing everything we can mm-hmm. at all times to, how, what word am I looking for? To steer our program towards being healthy. There you go. And to maybe change that narrative. Right. Those negative narratives right. that people might assume cheerleading is. Totally. And that takes a lot of like prayer and work on our end to like be aware of things that are going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so worth it when you see like kids mm-hmm. getting along and working through these issues instead of just going and like mm-hmm. talking behind the other girls back and causing a big rift. You right. know, creating a real team environment and not just a mean girl environment. Yeah. And you know, a good example of that we had that at camp a little bit. We had. You know, you get tired at camp yes. and you get stressed out. When we're tired of being in the same room with right. each other and there's no escaping. <laughs> yes. And it's hot and just pressure is really high. And there were some attitudes just towards each other. And um, they were brought to our attention just by some of the athletes. And we were going to, you know, have a conversation with one of the girls that, you know, we are having an issue with. We weren't having an issue with them, but, you know, they were not being like, a great teammate. A great teammate in that moment. Yes. But um, before we could even, you know, talk to that athlete, we got word that she totally apologized to her team and was like, I was just having a hard moment. And, you know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. You know, and that's that's a life skill mm-hmm. that we can learn mm-hmm. at a young age to just own up yeah. to what we've done. Yes. Or talk about it even yes. when it's super uncomfy. Yes. And it requires us to lay down our pride yes. or to accept an apology from someone. And instead of just being like, oh, oh I don't really care. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> that's, that's being, that's, that's setting your athletes up for success. Yes. In life skills. Because our biggest thing at Rogue is not only teaching our athletes to be better athletes, but to build better people. Yeah. And how to communicate better and how to talk about things better and how to listen better. And, you know, like all of the life skills. And like you said, laying down your pride and Mm -hmm. being humble. 
those are all things that when they go into the real quote unquote real world they're already in it but you know when they go off and they're not at their parents house anymore right and they have decisions to make for themselves it's like Mm -hmm. what are you going to choose right what are you going to pick and i really truly believe that cheerleading at least what it was for us when we were athletes is it gave us life skills Mm -hmm. one last thing that i want to talk about with um sorry i apologize i have type 1 diabetes and my pump just went off um one last thing maybe assumption that people can assume um before we go on to how do we respond to those things is um where was it i apologize i'm gonna pull it back up i think kylie said it she said ah that cheerleading is isn't a sport and to that i would just say watch a video (laughs) i just love to say wait where are you seeing cheerleading isn't a sport Oh, are, do you mean Raymond said that? Cheerleading oh, Raymond is, said it? And Raymond <gasps> said cheerleading is a girl sport, oh, which is a whole is other a, topic. Oh, that is a whole other topic. Because it's not I just a girl sport. I apologize, Raymond. Um, well, Raymond said it, not Kylie. They both have similar uh, profile pictures because they were together and they were in the same spot. Because they're besties. They're besties and they're so cute. They're cheer besties. Um, but we'll talk about cheerleading isn't a sport. I always first. just say when somebody says cheerleading is not a sport, I just say, step into my basket toss. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. I'm like, hey, you want to? You seen that video? I know. I know y'all have seen that video of those football players where they go and they throw the boy. Yeah. And like a basket toss because, you know, high school, they were like, we're going to do switching sports for a day, which like, whatever, you can do that. Like, I think it's funny. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's funny. But they legit tried a stunt and one of the boys got severely hurt, like landed on his neck hurt. Which... It's the coach stupid. was stupid that to was, even allow it. That like, was, I look at that and I'm like, coach, that's your fault. That's like, your fault. That, that, that's your but fault. But yeah, back to the point. Yeah. It's, it's, it's such a dangerous sport. And honestly, we have to be so smart how we do it. Because we are literally, we literally have somebody's lives in our hand. Yeah. Um, the technique is where the money's at. Yeah. If you don't have good technique it's it can get really dangerous very fast and i'm sure everybody that is listening to this podcast is interested in cheer or watches cheer in some sort of capacity Mm -hmm. and they have seen the fail videos where cheerleaders epic fail and it's not good right um and then going into cheerleading is only a girl sport um that's just not accurate at all we were uh when we were at dream camp we were surrounded by an equal part of both male and female Mm -hmm. athletes and i tell you what those those males those male cheerleaders Mm -hmm. they are very very talented Mm -hmm. and they're good at choreography and they're good at stunting yeah and they're good at jumps and half the time i'm more impressed with them than i am the girl athletes like Mm -hmm. half of the time if you have a really solid dude athlete Mm -hmm. like they are impressive and fun to watch yeah um so that's just not the narrative and we think that you know regardless of you know, male or female, anybody can do cheer. Right. And um, I know that you've probably heard the story of the football player that went on to go be a collegiate cheerleader. There's quite a few stories out there, but there's one in particular. He was a D1 football player. I can't even remember his name. So whoever I'm talking about, you can look it up. Um, he went on to go be a collegiate cheerleader and went on to win national level titles. And he <laughs> made the comment. He's like, cheerleading is a lot harder than football in a lot of ways. <laughs> and that's coming from like a D1 level collegiate football player. Yeah. So it is in its own sense, it's 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 a co-ed sport. 
Mm-hmm. So anybody can do it. It's not just like the NFL or the NBA where it's like only guys do it. I mean, they right. have the WNBA, but like who watches that? You know, like, sorry. <laughs> like, I, I think it's kind of stupid, but whatever. We, that's a whole nother topic. Um, <laughs> but it's it's just interesting that people might assume that it's only a girl sport mm-hmm. when there are so many talented male athletes in the sport itself. Absolutely. And I think going into our next and last topic of discussion is how do we respond mm-hmm. like becky was saying earlier when these influential people in our lives um mainly adults mm-hmm. come to us and they say negative things and negative narratives about cheerleading how do we respond yeah or the athlete comes to us and you know my aunt said this about cheerleading and yeah. i really look up to her you know how do we as coaches respond right to that um i think number one just the word comfort is so annoying to me, but maybe giving them some reassurance yes. that what they do is a very difficult sport It is, and other people's perceptions of your sport do not value or do not determine the value of what you do. Right. So other people's de- uh, perceptions of your sport that you do, everybody has their own opinion on every sport. I have my own opinion on golf. I think golf is extremely boring. And to mm-hmm. somebody that works very hard in golf and like trains and goes on to win like world titles and things. That is highly offensive. And I could understand why. Right. And it's just my opinion. And my opinion isn't what matters. You know? So going on and reassuring those athletes that what they do is very difficult. And um, we value and appreciate their hard work and commitment to the sport itself. Yes. I think the most important part for our athletes or our coaches is... Do you respect what you do as an athlete? Mm, there you go. And how do you view it? Yeah. Because if you are pulled around by what your peers say or how it's viewed at your school. Yeah. Um, or the group of friends that you hang out with. Right. Etc. Um, what voice is louder? Right. Yeah. What's the loudest voice for you? Yeah. You really have to respect what you do. And... Then at the end of the day, I guess the question is, is what you do respectable? Because Mm. there are programs where what is being done is not respectable. Yes. It's, it's, there might be athletics involved, but the culture is not uplifting. The -hmm. kids are not feeling Mm -hmm. loved or supported or cared for. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that's where we have to ask ourselves, like, are we creating an environment where that can be done? Yes. And what are we doing to make sure that's happening? Right. Right. So not so much telling, obviously encouraging your athletes that what they do is important, but mm-hmm. really the bigger picture is their mindset about what they do. Right. And then you as a coach, what culture do you represent to them? And they're going to follow suit. Mm-hmm. If you represent an inviting and kind and, you know, hardworking and you, you build trust and bonds with them as athlete to coach you know, and you get to know them deeper, they're going to follow suit and mimic those things. Right. So I 110% agree with you on that bigger picture as the question to the athlete, do you respect what you do? Mm-hmm. And then to our coaches, is what you do respectable? Right. And is what you do respectable to the athletes too? A hundred and 110%. Because we have to hold them to that standard also because... Yes. No matter what, you get a bunch of teenagers together and 
middle schoolers, you know, elementary age kids, Mm -hmm. you are going to face drama and interpersonal issues and them living up to the standards that we put forward and us living up to them also Mm -hmm. is pivotal in the growth of your program. Yeah. In the growth of the program and staying on that, that road of viewing what you do as respectable. Yes. 110%. So what a great way to end the podcast on that note. I know I didn't really have any plans as to what I was going to say, but I feel like that I hope that made sense to our listeners. No, it made sense to me. So I hope it made sense to you guys (laughs) because it was the it was the cherry on top and that bigger picture mindset is what we're all about and Mm -hmm. not so much narrowing in on how do we respond. But yeah, our mindset on the concept as a whole is more important. And I 110% agree with everything that you just said. I love that. Great job, Coach Becky. We we are going to end today's podcast with our shout out of the day. And it's going to Eliana from uh, S4. I love when you do that. It's my favorite part. It has to be a part of every single episode. (laughs) Um, Eliana came to us, uh, what was it, last year, two years ago? Yeah. Now two years ago. Yeah. And um, she was on our junior team. She came to us from an all-star program. Uh, she had some really great backing skills, and she's only continued to progress from there. She um, had a very severe concussion that she that happened, and it wasn't at cheer. Um, and if it was, it would be understandable. What they do is extremely hard, which is what we talked about. Mm-hmm. But uh, she had a very uh, a long period of time where she was dealing with a concussion from an accident that she was in and um just recently this summer i think it was in june no july yeah she was able to start participating in stunting again and uh like we said a couple weeks later we went to camp and uh we just wanted to give her a shout out because at camp man that kid was hungry for cheer and her backing skills have done nothing but improved. She, she had that time off, but she was working on herself and Mm -hmm. with the things that she could work on, not stunting wise. And she has grown astronomically. So we are so proud of you, Eliana. And, um, we're so thankful that you are a part of rogue and, uh, your teammates just look up to you. And so do we. So thank you for all of your hard work and, um, just commitment to yeah, your dedication teams. to your team yes. and to your sport to your sport it you truly do represent what your mindset is are you proud of what you do and i can say without a shadow of a doubt eliana is proud of what she does absolutely she is awesome um if you like this podcast and like this episode of the podcast please go ahead and uh, subscribe to our um podcast down below You can like the podcast and make sure that you're following so then you don't ever miss when we upload. Mm -hmm. Um, You can find it on Spotify, Apple Music, or not Apple Music, Apple Podcast, um, and other major podcast streaming platforms. Um, Yeah. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, too. We go ahead and we do topic of discussion as to what we want our next podcast to be about on there. We give you guys some options and uh, ask you guys questions. So make sure that you're following us on there so you can give your input as to what the next podcast should be about. Uh, I'm Coach Maisie. I'm Coach Becky. And thank you for joining us on this episode of the Real Life Cheer Podcast. Uh, We will see you again, hopefully, next week. And stay tuned for episode 24 Oh, yes, of the vlog. our YouTube vlog. Yes. We're going to be, we captured so many great moments from camp and yes. documented our dream camp experience that we went um, to last 
week. So make sure you stay tuned because we will be posting about that on our social media. Wonderful. Pretty soon. Wonderful. We're excited to share all these uh, adventures with you guys and we will talk to you guys next week. Thank you guys so much. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Real Life Cheer Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe and follow us on Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. We'll see you next week. Thank you.